wrestling, but I do know this. You are listening to the All Things Wrestling Podcast, and this is the special 50th episode with Tony with a twist. And good morning, good afternoon. Sammy Kiss kicking off the show for ATW All Things Wrestling Podcast. How you doing, Sammy? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing good, man. 50th episode. I'm excited. Got some guests lined up. It's been a it's been a crazy little while since we had you on. Just want to say thanks for coming on. And you yeah. are officially this is your third appearance. This is our so. third appearance. Yeah, I think it was back uh, in the spring last time I was on the show. Great to be back. Love talking to you guys. Love talking pro wrestling. And how awesome is it that this is the 50th episode, right? I'm excited, man. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. How about you? What what do you got going on in, uh, for reality uh, wrestling? Are you still doing that? Or is it just the Wildcat Sports? What, what do you got going on? Well, yeah, um, as uh, you know, I know we talked about last time that I've been uh, really kind of blowing up in the state of Texas with a lot of the great independent wrestling promotions out there. You got Reality Wrestling with Booker T. You got New Texas Pro Wrestling and you've got uh, Hurricane Pro Wrestling. I do a lot of stuff backstage, a commentary announcing with them. Uh, but now that, you know, the pandemic has settled down a lot, pro wrestling has returned to Louisiana, which is my home state, my home promotion, Wildcat Sports. And uh, we're coming back with the bang uh, November 12th and 13th with the NWA for our for first uh, big show, the Revolution Rumble, in just a few weeks. So we're getting really excited, doing a lot of work on that. So that's been keeping me very busy the last few weeks uh, as we get uh, set for that big show. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, we got a jam-packed show, and we'll, we'll definitely talk more to you about what you got going on. Plug away, all the shows coming up. Man, I, I, I got to get to the South. I, I keep saying it. I saw my first independent wrestling show maybe six weeks ago, and that was that was a blast. But, yeah. man, I got I to get out to your neck of woods. But we got a jam-packed show, man. We got some guests, some really special guests lined up. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, but I got WWE legend and Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik, joining us this morning. Iron Whoa. Sheik, thank you so Whoa. much. Wow. Good morning, Baba. Good morning. Now I, I see you got you got a new look going on there, Sheik. Is this the 2022 version? We got the we got the beard, not just the like the curly Q vaudeville and mustache going on. Listen, twist, Tony. I tell you right now, Iron Sheik have the beard because every intelligent American know that the. Halloween is coming for the October and the end of the October. And when you are going for the Halloween, you have to dress like something you are not. Iron Sheik is not Jabroni. So Iron Sheik grow out beard like Jabroni Macho Man. I'm oh, going to be the Jabroni wow. Macho Man for the Halloween. Well, you know, Macho Man, rest in peace. You know, the legend, Hall of Famer. Ah, the Macho Man. Oh, oh, hey. Oh, okay, Sheik. Well, hey, 
what does the Sheik dress up for as Halloween? I mean, are you pretty much the Iron Sheik 24-7, or you know, are we dressing up as something else for Halloween? Every day, Iron Sheik is the legend, is the greatest heavyweight champion of the world, greatest tag team champion of the world, greatest Olympic champion, greatest inter inter-world champion, greatest in the world, in the universe. So when it is time for the Halloween, the Iron Shake is something different. This year, Iron Shake, like I say, is the jabroni, the macho man. Well, you know, Sammy and I, oh, we're golden. Sammy and I, we're golden era fans of the WWF back in the oh, day. Yeah. So Sammy, I mean, it's got to be awesome to have the Sheik on, man. Oh no! This is a this is an incredible honor. I mean, the man that defeated Bob Backlund to become um, the WWE champion. Uh, it is an honor to be uh, sharing the screen with you, sir. You are a legend, a Hall of Famer, and I appreciate you coming on, sharing some of your uh, very valuable time with us. Listen, the twist, Tony. Who you put me on this show with? I don't know. This uh, kisses kisses Sammy. Jabroni look like a light bulb in a t-shirt. It's like like what you get when you order Tony Schiavone from The Wish. Who is this man? Who is he? Why why you have Dollar Store JR on TV with the Iron Sheik? Okay, all right, Sheik. We got to be nice to the guests, man. Sammy's great. Uh, Big announcer in Texas. I mean, you've wrestled plenty in Texas. Texas. I mean, Sammy's fantastic, man. Come on, you're calling him wishless Tony Schiavone? Texas want to be like the Tehran, Iran, want to be center of the wrestling world. Texas have very long way to go. Texas good for toast. Texas good for steak. That is what the Texas is good for. You bring the Texas to Tehran, Iran, I show them the old country way, Baba. Oh wow! Now, I don't well, think that uh, I, I'd like to say that I think anytime anyone compares me to either Tony Schiavone or Jim Ross, that's a big compliment. And I know that we really shouldn't shouldn't be too hard on the Iron Sheik. I mean, again, he is a Hall of Famer, and he has uh, been uh, doing a lot of things. I mean, we all remember that long walk he took to the ring in the state of Texas uh, for the uh, gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17. I think that was the last time that uh, I saw. Uh, Iron Sheik on my television set in, in one of those big shows. I see the ring behind you, Iron Sheik. Are you, are you thinking about coming back to the squared circle sometime soon? I put the ring behind me so that you always remember. And you are, you are generally safe from the camel clutch, but never 100%, Baba. You can okay. anytime be made humble. So you remember that the ring behind the Iron Sheik is where that okay. can happen. Well, right. Sheik, Sheik, I love it that you're always ready. You know, uh, Ric Flair is uh, – you guys are probably close in age. Ric Flair is still wrestling, man. I mean, is there an, is there a chance we're going to see the Sheik in 2023? Listen, Twist Tony, if the money is right for the Sheik, if they have the right uh, cold beer, Baba, if they have the kush, Ready for the shake, shake come to center of ring, make everyone humble. The Ric Flair, the dollar store Sammy Kiss, the uh, the the twist Tony, anybody you come into center of ring with shake, you live, you walk in, but you limp out, Baba. Well, I have a guy on deck, and I'm I'm excited to announce him. He's the second time on the show, and this man might have something to say to you, man. I mean. 
This guy is an up-and-coming uh, he's going to be a future superstar, and I'm, I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm just bringing him in. I got Icon Lee, and Icon Lee is holding a belt. He's ready to go, and, and Sheik, I think this man, he, he could be your comeback match. First of all, this guy here, he's nothing more but a sheep, and uh, he's running his mouth, and that's normally what you're known for doing these days is running your mouth on Twitter. All you do to make yourself relevant is run your mouth on Twitter. How about you step in the ring again, huh? You got that CGI ring behind you, boy. Why you put me on screen with the Haiti kid? I not understand why this Ali icon come here dressed like he going to Eagle Scout when I am ready to break his back. He looked like... He is uh, auditioning for Abercrombie Fitch ad. I take this. this That's a lot of money, boy. Listen, listen, how much money you spend on that belt, Baba? Because I take it and I wrap it around your pencil neck and I break you in half, Baba. You don't know all country where. You talk a lot of crap behind the screen, don't you? Oh, That's what you do. That's what I just said you do. You come, you listen to me. Uh, you 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 look like the Mr. T when he was five year old. You come to me, I teach you how to be a man. I promote you immediately to Eagle Scout Baba in Tehran, Iran. Now, now, she, Sammy, you're right, Sammy. All he does is just he mentions us to the greats, right? He called you uh, Tony. He called me Mr. T. So that's a compliment, Mr. Iron Sheik. Sheep imposter. Oh, listen, Baba. I take you all country way, and you will respect the legend when I am done with you. You understand? Let's respect me. You take you take the greatest, the greatest country in the world, the iron shaker for number one, Iran. Number one is the Russia, and I can live with the belt made of polyurethane plastic. I take it, wrap it around his pencil neck, break him in half and make him humble. All right, all right, Sheik, 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 Sheik. I, I, I got Icon on the show, man. He, he's, he's, he's getting ready to wrestle. I mean, this guy, he's really breaking necks right now. So let me, yeah. let me jump over to Icon really quick. Icon, what do you got going on, yeah. man? What, what show are you at? Tell us about what's going on well, in the I'm world here. of Icon Lee. Yeah, I got you, Tony. Well, I'm here, you know, I'm here in Indiana for one of the many companies that I wrestle for in the United States of America. I still happen to be a champion in two different states, Ohio and Indiana. All right. So uh, I'm about to go in this in this arena here in Jeffersonville. and I'm going to kick a, a wrestler name. His name is Sexy Jam. I'm going to kick his ass. That's what I plan on doing today. And I plan on retaining my dot com championship, making me the most relevant wrestler on the Internet today. Hmm? I can't how long after you're done with the wrestling will it take you to clean up? <laughs> Speak up. Speak how up. long will it take you? How many mop you use to clean up after you beat uh, the wrestler yeah. in the ring? I don't need a mop. You no, don't clean up. They don't even trust you with up. mop. They give you the belt but not trust you with the mop. Come on, I can lay. You go in, you break a buck, you put somebody in a camera clutch, you say, look at me, I am the new Iron Sheik. And then when you get done, they hand you the Vindex and the mop. 
Look at that. What do you look, look at, like? What look at those guns. I look like this, Baba, Olympic champion, greatest heavyweight champion of what break the back of the Hollywood blonde jabroni, break the back of the buster Bob Buckland. You, meanwhile, go to a bad barber. Oh. I go to a bad barber? Yes, sir. Yeah. How, how about you take that little Iron Sheik imposter crap off your head and let's see that bald aging of yours, huh? Now, You've been bald for many years, years old man. Take it off for you right there, right after you get done with the mop and the broom. This guy, uh, Sheik, Sheik, Sheik. I mean, uh, the 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 metal is looking like it's filled with chocolate. That's not filled with chocolate, is it? It is Halloween. Yikes! Yikes! Hundred thousand thousand percent A to Z, hundred percent gold medal. And I didn't have to do it with broken freaking neck, brother. Oh, well, then now you're taking a shot at Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is not coming on the show today. But, Icon, tell everybody about the show that you're at. Is there tickets still available? Where can you go online? What do you got coming up next, man? I just caught Six. that picture of you with Soraya backstage <laughs> at AEW. That, that was culture fucking awesome. Post. Yeah, I like to do that. Those are called culture posts. And, actually, if any other wrestler is taking <clears throat> pictures with other wrestlers, then that's my style because I've been doing that for a very, very long time. All right? So, shout out to Soraya. But um, tickets aren't available anymore. The event's sold out. The, but the event will be shown on my Instagram. My match, anyways, will be posted. Me kicking Sexy Jay's ass. Um, I actually think he just pulled up, which is hilarious. But, uh, oh, yeah, so I'll be retaining this title. Sheik, I think he's he's got you next, man. I mean, you better get your ass hobbled on over to where he's at and, and, and put your money where your mouth is. He knows where to find me, Baba. I be here all the Sunday. I be here the Monday. And then when he is ready, I take him and I break his back, Baba. I, I swear that's a CGI ring behind him. It's not a real ring. <laughs> you come find right. out, Mr. T. You <laughs> come find out. You He's bring the team, Baba. We come in center of the ring, Baba. You bring uh, Hannibal and you bring the Murdoch and you come and you fight me in the center of the ring with the whole A-team. Oh, How much sure. money you Maybe got? Maybe I shave the rest of your head, Baba. You got enough money? I take oh. the rest of your head, I shave it, and then yeah, I... We're about, I, I, we're I about money. Uh, you oh. bring the beer, I bring the money, Baba. He might have to pawn that chocolate gold medal, you know? There you go, Tony. A thousand percent, Baba. Well, Icon, thanks for coming on, brother. Uh, Anytime. Thanks for coming on. We're, you know we're a big fan of you here at the show. Good luck tonight. And yeah. uh, Sheik, I, I think might, you're hey, up hey. next. You want to collab? I'll even collab with you when I post the match, all right? How about that? Love it, man. Thanks Icon, a lot, Sheik. Sammy, I see you, Sammy. Good luck, Good luck, man. Good luck. Thank you, Sammy. I see you liking my stuff. Thank you. Keep kicking ass in NWA, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Sheik, you gotta you gotta be a little nicer to the guests, man. I mean, come on. I mean, I know you're fired up, but it's almost Monday, Baba. Fuck the Monday, so I am in bad mood already. Well, you know, you didn't waste any time. You know, last night we had a fight versus Jake Paul. And Anderson Silva, right? And I, I don't know if the world is shocked or not, um, but Jake Paul beat beat him last night. You didn't waste any time. You went to your Twitter talking about you're going to break Jake Paul's neck. Listen, so I mean, what what's what's you got it in for everybody, man? Baba, the Jake Paul is nothing more than the new version of the Hollywood blonde jabroni. Listen, years ago, the Mister Verganya he said to the chick. He says, Shiki, baby, I pay you $100,000. 
break the back of the eye of the of the Hollywood jabroni. You make Mr. McMahon cry. You break the leg. You break the back of the jabroni. And I say, Mr. Van Gagne, I, I know, I, I don't want any trouble. I love the Vince McMahon, but I tell you now, 2022, I don't love the Jake Paul. The Jake Paul, I break his neck with my little pinky finger, Baba. He is nothing but pencil neck geek. He is lucky that I don't beat the shit out of him. I make him humble, and, and he will love me forever, Baba. Wow. You know, uh, Iron Sheik, I, I, I can't help but notice that you just compared Jake Paul to Hulk Hogan, and I think Jabroni. that that's a great compliment. Right. Say it right, Dollar Store Jabroni. is a pencil neck geek jabroni. All right, Not well, I know. I think well, that we should we should try to learn. To, hasn't it been long enough, Iron Sheik? I mean, it's 2022. You're a Hall of Famer. You're at the first ever WrestleMania with so many other Hall of Famers like Hulk Hogan. Uh, you've got uh, yeah. the Macho Man Randy Savage. Who I know that like you've talked a lot about. Like, what you don't like a Macho Man Randy Savage? What's your problem with Macho Man? The the Macho Man Randy Savage is full of the baby oil. Is constantly tell everyone he greatest when he in the ring with the iron sheik when he even know the iron sheik he know that he cannot possibly be the greatest he know the real recognize the real baba and iron sheik know that uh, macho man does come nowhere near the greatness of the legend baba wow wow well i i mean Jake Paul, let's get back to Jake Paul, man. The the Paul brothers, I think, you know, a lot of people weren't wanting to give them credit, but Sammy, are, are these guys the real deal or what? Or is it, you know, are we talking a fluke bullshit that he beat maybe the greatest MMA fighter of all time? Well, you know, it's one of those things where I think people get really hung up on the brash attitude of the Paul brothers and how, um, how they present themselves, how they promote themselves, but they step in the ring with these guys that uh, they have legendary status, but they're all, but the Paul brothers, they're very young. They're very athletic. They train hard. And I think people take a little bit for granted um, the fact that they have that youth on their side, that, that, um, that stamina on their side. And I think people take them for granted. I think the fact that people always underestimate them, they take to their advantage. I think people get in the ring with them and they don't actually expect them to put up much of a fight. And I think sometimes that's what they're able to sucker these guys in. And I take nothing away from them, uh, but I do think that people have underestimated them. And I think that they're proving that that's something that you really shouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, man. I mean, these guys, they're, they're changing the fight game, in my opinion. I mean, you could take last night's fight for whatever, whatever you want. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of MMA hardcores that are pretty, pretty upset about it today. But oh, yeah. Uh, Hey, it is what it is. But hey, I, I, okay. So this is Halloween. We got a Halloween show going. Sheik, I, I just got word, man, from the other side. He's calling in. He's not by video, but we have a fr a very old friend of yours that definitely has has something to say about what you've been saying about him. I, I got I got the ghost of Macho Man on the line, and wow, uh, Macho Man. Um, thanks for joining us, man. Huge fan ever since I was a kid. Um, 
Holy cow. Uh, Sheik, this is an old friend of yours. Rest in peace. It's me, the Undertaker. Yeah, the dead man. Uh-huh. Oh, wait a minute. What? I, 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 yeah, we I, had much I recognize <laughs> I recognize that gong. That's the gong of the Undertaker, but I'm familiar with this voice. Hey, look, there he is. Right, Macho Man. Yeah, in the words of Walter White, you got me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Iron Sheik. I mean, you got to be shaking in those pointy Listen, boots over there, man. Can, can you smell the baby oil from here, Baba? Look, even yeah. in even in the heaven, they know want the Macho Man. They tell yeah, him, yeah. get jabroni, ask out of here and go hang out somewhere in between call podcast and talk to the kiss sammy who doesn't know what he's talking oh, about oh yeah it's the ghost <laughs> of wrestling pants and this is your christmas carol iron shink yeah i'm here for you baby uh -huh. you Macho man, you're, you're looking good man looking good death is, yeah. has done you well yeah. Yeah, a cup of protein in the big time. Yeah, Macho Man is the, the, sky. the yeah. Macho Man is the is 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 the is the Kravitz of the of the uh, of the of the wrestling world. He is okay, he is okay, the, okay. Come on, guys. Now, come on. This is a huge opportunity. What's the fiftieth episode of ATW? We've got the Iron Sheik. We've got Macho Man Randy Savage. Can yeah, we take bro. this moment right now to bury the hatchet? Yeah. And you guys can can make amends and actually move forward as, as friends and allies and put this bitterness aside. Yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah, Sonny Kiss and Tony Schiavone, thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> it's great to see Dragon Lee without his mask. He's talking smack. You know, wearing that luchador mask was holding him back. Uh -huh, it was. I got a couple of things to say. Yeah, first, keep your mouth shut, Sheik. Iron Sheik's mouth is still writing checks that his buddy can't cash. Uh-huh. On Earth, off Earth, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm better than you. Yeah, because the cream of the madness, my soul, will rise to the top. Yeah. The, the only cream that the macho man have now is the cream of the loser. You come to the you come to the earth plane, the macho man. You come here, you come to the ring. I put you in center of ring. I make you humble. Not only when you are alive, I make you humble when you are dead, Baba. Oh, I'm real humble, yeah. Humble in the heavens. Yeah, you better talk to your friend the hoaxer about being humble. Don't worry, no. he join you soon. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very cryptic. Yeah, I want him here. There's a place for him. And it's a little bit below you and I. Yeah, it's another realm of madness. Yeah. Not, not now, now macho, not macho Man, it's an honor to have you on, man. A big fan ever since I was a kid. Um, You know, a lot of these wrestlers, guys that you wrestled with, are, are still hanging on. You know, we got Ric Flair. Yeah. You know, he's on a, uh -huh. on a, on a, on a farewell legend tour. Yeah. Iron uh -huh. Sheik. You know, he, I don't know how well he, he walks. Last time we saw him in the Royal Rumble, he, it took him 20 minutes to walk to the ring. I show um, you how well I beat your ass, Bubba. Uh, Macho Man, if you were alive today, who would you want to wrestle? Would you would you want to would you want to drop the elbow one more time on Sheik, or you know, is there anyone else that, that one more? They never drop it in the first place. You one more time, one more time, one more time thing he should do, one more time he should do is not drop the belt to the Hollywood jabroni. That's not what he should do. All right, all right, Sheik, Sheik. I got Macho Man. He's from the other side. I don't know how long we got him. So I, I want to hear 
It, who does he want to wrestle if he was alive today? Yeah, I got one phone call. Phone a friend. You know who I'd be phoning? Yeah, Mr. Papa Shango. Yeah, he'd get the eye of a goat. Yeah, neck of a newt. Yeah. On tail of a squid, and he'll bring me back, and I'd elbow drop you through Howard Stern and Robin's table, yeah. He'll make Beetlejuice's head spin, y'all. Every morning, you'll wake up, and you'll say his name three times, and a little Beetlejuice will be in your mirror, yeah, saying, who, me? Yeah, uh huh He'll be speaking Spanish. He'll be speaking Farsi at your funeral, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So, now, yeah. That's a direct shot at the cheek. Sheik, what, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, well, It'll make I would love to see Beetlejuice versus oh, the Iron great. Sheik. Sheik, that could be a great comeback match. Here is what I have to say. Mm -hmm. Macho Man, Randy Savage. How you like my Macho Man Jabroni beard? I'm going to go for mm -hmm. Halloween from door to the door, and I'm going to beg for candy the way you beg for a title shot against the Hollywood John Jabroni. I'm going to beg for candy. I'm going to beg for Snicker Bar the way you beg for a career or for a chance to be as great as the legend, Baba. I'm going You're to such a jabroni. for Halloween. You're such a jabroni that when President Jack Tony actually runs for president of the United States, he's probably going to pick you as his running mate. Yeah. I don't see problem. No peas of a I jabroni. No problem. Uh, oh, no problem. Yeah, I'll see you in your backstage politics. Yeah. Oh, finger poke of doom. Uh -huh. I heard it was your idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Sammy, but, Sammy, I don't think we're going to get these guys to, to bury the hatchet. I mean, no, I, well, you know what? The only chance of burying the hatchet is if I see Iron Sheik on November 14th, yeah, in Jersey City at White Eagle Hall outside the last match musical. That's the only chance I'll give him because Papa Shango's brewing up some madness for me to come back, yeah. Oh, I see wow. you right, well, there, that, Baba. That, that, I see you there. You'll be ready for Humble. I'll see you there also. You will bring your little action figures so your boy Matt Cardona can sign them, yeah. And then you guys can play with your dolls forever, every night before you go to bed, yeah. Well, I think every night before the Sheik goes to bed, he's probably thinking about you, Macho, because, yeah. I mean, this is a long-standing feud. I thought we could maybe get you guys to hash it out, but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, but you know what? Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, you got to expect the unexpected. Uh -huh. Well, Macho, uh, I don't know how long uh, you got going on there for the video feed from the other side, but uh, oh, it looks like you might be disappearing on us now. Uh, thank you so much, Macho, for coming out, man. Uh, huge fan. Um, I, I think yes, Macho, man, I want to. I want to say thank you so much for coming on. It was an honor to meet you, a uh, legend, one of my all-time favorites uh, growing up. Thank you for, for taking the time to come from the great beyond. Macho Man, are you breaking up? Yeah. I, God, I, I need one more minute, God. You give me one more minute. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a problem. I'll help jump you to hell. Yeah, well, sorry about that. Yeah. Well, i gotta got to keep the admin in check sometimes, uh huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys got a pretty decent internet connection up there. So oh, Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Sheik, any last words you want to say to Macho Man before he rides off? I see you in the Jersey City, Baba. You better come. You bring your A game. I see you there. And maybe, maybe after you recognize the greatest and the legend, then maybe we shake the hand.
You know, I have a heavenly Slim Jim for you. Maybe a double snap. Yeah, but we got to see if the moon aligns with Saturn and the Jupiter's moons. Yeah, because I know all about astrology being up in the sky in the danger zone. Yeah, check me out. The Machoverse on all platforms. Yeah. That's all I'm able to hear in the multiverses align the madness leaks out and you see a jabroni like him and a man like me and you got tony shivani and the man sunny kiss himself yeah well thank you macho it's been great man i think that connection's about to about to end but uh chic sorry you guys couldn't hash it out macho thank you brother oh yeah jabroni i exercise you I mean, come on, Sheik. You had a chance. Yeah, come on. I mean, the guy. the power of Christ compel you. You oh, know, it's man. Halloween. It's it's where the the dead can return back to the living. And I know that we got Macho Man Randy Savage. There's so many legends that have por- unfortunately have passed on. Iron Sheik, you fortunately are still with us. If the, is there anyone <laughs> that you would look forward to maybe stepping in the ring with? Uh, this Halloween, if you could get someone to come back and have one more go around, one more one-on-one matchup, who would it be? If I have anybody, whether they here or, or or bring them back from where, wherever the macho come from, who are you asking for? Be clear. Well, I'm just saying, like, is there someone that you could come from from the great beyond to step in the squared circle with you? You know who I want step in the squared circle with me, and I say this one from the heart. I miss my brother Nikolai. If I could have my brother Nikolai with me in the center of ring again and we show the world that Iran is number one and Russia is number one, then that would make me happy. What about, you know, getting in the ring with Vladimir Putin? I mean, the guy's always trying to show off his workouts. Listen, I will take the Putin. I would put him in the camel clutch until he cry. I break his back like the Bob Buckland. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to think, you know, we had a very nice sentiment here, Tony, uh, with Iron Sheik having, really showing something from the heart, really speaking about sentiment. And I'm got I got to say that I feel like you're really stoking the fire there. You're really I think sometimes I think people <laughs> think that the Iron Sheik is this loud mouth. You see him saying all this stuff on Twitter. We don't know what people are saying to him behind that cell phone when he's doing those those tweets. We don't know the kind of life that the Iron Sheik is living. We don't know the kind of provocation this man. I mean, this man is a legend. This man, as you said, um, has difficulty even just moving around, but he still does it because he's still a champion. He's still a Hall of Famer. And I think we need to cut him some slack and and, and give him the credit that he deserves. I think I maybe start to like the Kissami. Oh, well, hey. Maybe you're not so much, Twist Tony. Hey, it can't, you can't please everybody. But Sheik, thank you so much. Happy Halloween. We know you're a busy man. Got to get back on the phone talking trash about Hogan and, you know, Jake Paul and, and the Macho Man and everybody. So I have thousand bucks to break today, Baba. So, yes, I am busy. Very good talk to you. Fuck the Monday tomorrow. Fuck the world. I see you next time, Baba. Happy Halloween. Hey, happy Halloween, Sheik. I hope I hope you're handing out candy to the kids on, on Halloween. I hand them something, Baba, not candy. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Have have yourself a happy Halloween. And, yep, see you on the other side, Sheik. I, I, I look forward to your comeback. I see you next time, Baba. Stay thank humble. You. I will. Well, Sammy, oh, that was one yeah. hell of a lineup. No, yeah, I, I know that uh, Icon Lee coming on to, uh, to promote his upcoming championship defense, I thought that was something. That's more par of what I'm used to, I'm um, coming on to uh, 
of the All Things Wrestling podcast, but to right. be bombarded by the Iron Sheik. And then, uh, you know, incredibly, the Macho Man Randy Savage, something so incredible, I'm not sure that I can even really properly process it. So what, what right. a way to, to celebrate 50 episodes of the All Things Wrestling podcast. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I, 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 th I think the world's going to be talking about Macho Man's appearance today on the show. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's crazy to think that it's that it's conceivable they they wanted because there's always so much wrestling news. There's always so much going on in this business, so much going on in the world that it's it's crazy to think that it's conceivable that the Macho Man Randy Savage returning for a podcast appearance from the Great Beyond might actually go somehow under the radar. So I got to believe that uh, once people catch wind of it, that that would hopefully be something that they got to check out. Everyone's always got to check out the ATW podcast, but yeah, you never really know what's going to happen uh, in uh, in the studio here. So I appreciate you letting me to be on here to experience uh, whatever the hell that was. Right. That, that's exactly. I'm still trying to process all that, but Hey, Sammy, I do want to get back to on a serious note. Uh, what do you think? What do you really think about these Paul brothers? What, what are we in for, man? I mean, we got one guy, that's kicking a bunch of MMA guys his ass. You got Logan Paul, who's actually going up against Roman Reigns at the next uh, Crown Jewel. I mean, what are, what are we in store for with these guys? I mean, are these guys legit? Are they going to be hanging around, or is this all just for publicity for their YouTube channels? Well, it's it's. I know we discussed it last time I was on here was around uh, WrestleMania uh, 38, and we discussed Logan Paul. Then he teamed with The Miz against um, Ray and Dominic Mysterio of WrestleMania uh, earlier this year, and he was very impressive then. Uh, he's right. only recently signed a, a full-time deal with the WWE. He had his match against The Miz at SummerSlam. So he's looked to me like a natural in that time. Um He's got uh, the look. He's got the charisma. He's got the right attitude. Uh, I think the way they present him as someone that the crowd um, is fully behind is mm -hmm. uh, possibly a misleading um, impression because I don't know how many wrestling fans really are behind Logan Paul. Um, I don't know how many wrestling fans, how many fans of Logan Paul in general are behind him. But I mean, controversy creates cash, right? That's the, the old saying that you know, he is someone that I think always gets eyes drawn to him. So putting him in, in the spotlight makes complete sense, whether it's in boxing, whether it's in MMA, whether it's in the WWE. He's someone that, for better or for worse, whether you like it or not, to put lower on the card almost takes away from other things because you know that he's going to be the focal point of whatever show that he's on because right. of the um, publicity that he gets when he um, has any of these sporting events. So... Does he deserve to be in the main event of an, a WWE show against Roman Reigns for the world championship? Uh, that's something that I think a lot of people disagree with, uh, but right. we'll see if he can hang uh, with Roman Reigns uh, next Saturday. Now, have you been kind of staying, staying up with what's been happening since Triple H took over in WWE? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I always, I try to, you know, I, I don't have a lot of time as you know, um, but uh, I try to keep up with the product as best I can. I watch, you know, all the major promotions to keep an eye on. I know a lot of people that are in these promotions now, which is so great to see them succeed and things like that. But you always want to keep your ear to the ground and, and keep uh, an eye on what things are going. And I think uh, Triple H has been doing a great job. I think uh, for the most part, he presents things in a logical manner in the sense that the last couple of years, I think the biggest 
my biggest critique of WWE has been um, a lack of follow-up to incidents show to show. Something would happen, and then in response, it feels like it didn't really make sense for what would happen after that to really be what the follow-up was. Right. Whereas now it feels like things kind of move in a logical progression just in the sense of what happens on one show leads to what happens on the next show. And that alone seems like such a simple and obvious thing, uh, but was something that I feel was a little lacking the last few years. So it's good to see that kind of return to the show. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited. I going into next year, I, you know, my favorite time of the year, you got the rumble leading up to mania. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited. Um, have you been following much on the CM Punk controversy? You know, it's one of those things. I, when I was a kid, my biggest I was the biggest CM Punk fan, so I've always um, followed his work. And he's, again, talking about controversial figures. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's been um, – it's pretty crazy that this is a year where Vince McMahon is no longer the chairman of the WWE, and that's not even the thing that everybody's talking about because right. of so much stuff kind of blowing up and the CM Punk – AEW issue is one of them. So uh, I've been keeping up with it. Uh, it's, it's again, we still don't know. We don't really know what happened still. You know, now I know that the, I believe the investigation is closed, right? Where, yeah. Um, so what happened? I don't know. What do you, how, how, what is, what do you think about it? You know, it's, it's, I think CM Punk is great at blurring the line of reality and what's happening in the actual behind the scenes. We've heard so many different stories, so many ridiculous stories. I think the most ridiculous one was that somebody kicked uh, his dog and his dog, all his teeth were knocked out. Like, I'm like, yeah. where are no, people yeah. coming up with this shit? Like, well, I know that. that he, so he, he, he wins the championship and Amelie is injured. Um, right. Not in that match. You know, it was during the, the six-man tag with the FTR when he was coming to the ring. Then he's away for a while they crown an interim champion he comes back and then he gets injured again right and i think that that plays a big part of his mental state in all of this mm -hmm. you know you've got someone who finally returns to wrestling after seven years and he's getting he's become injury prone he's someone that you know and then that plays in your mind like does that mean that you can't hang does that mean that you're not in this all the way does that mean you really can't do this anymore and i think that, that puts him in a vulnerable state not excusing what he said or what he did i'm just saying that I, I i've noticed that that's not really part of the narrative in the sense of how much is that affecting him in the sense that he's someone that wants to take the weight of the whole company and put it on his shoulders and winning the championship two times to take that weight and then immediately crumbling under that weight, I know is, is unfortunate to see, you know, he's someone that I think, uh, I don't think is arguably was arguably the, the biggest star in that company to go from that huge return almost a year ago where, you know, right. it was a showering of love and everyone was so happy for him to be, you know, back in wrestling to come now where it feels like just kind of just on the dirt sheets going like, oh, yeah, by the way, they finally settled and it doesn't look like CM Punk's coming back to AEW. And that the sentiment is everyone's kind of like, well, good. You know, it's so crazy. Like, it's how quickly that all changed, the narrative changed, you know, the sentiment behind him changed. Right. Um, it's, 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 it's crazy, you know.
But then you hear these rumors, and that's what these all are, rumors. Uh, Triple H is actually interested in bringing him back to the WWE. Is there any possible way? I mean, with wrestling, you could never say never, right? I mean, if Hulk Hogan could come back to the WWE after the steroid scandal and everything with that, I mean, anybody can come back. Bret Hart. Bret Hart right. with the Montreal Screwjob, he came back, you know. And again, talking about CM Punk um, being someone who's not the young man he used to be. The right. longer you wait, the less you're going to be able to do when you come back. I mean, I think 100%, virtually almost everybody comes back, at least for that Hall of Fame speech. You know, right. uh, Scott Steiner was there this this year. Everyone thought that would never was ever going to happen. You know, right. Ultimate Warrior. Uh, there, there are all kinds of people that you would always say never, ever, ever are going to come back, and they at least came back. They were able to do those things. And coincidentally, the people that brokered a lot of those deals, Bruno Sammartino, Ultimate Warrior, the guys that spoke to uh, WWE in order to, to come back, was Triple H. It wasn't right. Vince McMahon. It was Triple H. Now, of course, again, we don't know the whole story. We don't know what's going on, but the consensus always was that when CM Punk was in WWE, the person he had issues with more was not Vince McMahon, it was Triple H. Right. So you think that now that Triple H is in charge as opposed to Vince McMahon, that may mean that there's no chance in hell that CM Punk's ever coming back. But I know that when Punk, before he came back to AEW, he heard offers from both sides. That doesn't mean that he was you know, happy with the offers, that it would have worked out, but he did listen to them. It's not like they called him and he never picked up the phone. That's something where right. he at least was open to, you know, thinking about it. And if you're open to thinking about it, that means it could happen. And I, I don't think, I don't think there is such a thing as never say never, you know, um, Carl Anderson verbatim said a couple years ago, you know, I know that people say never say never. I'm never going back to WWE. And where is he right now? You know, right. um, money talks, right? Money talks. Um, but also, it, you know, it's a business. When, you, when you're when you in the wrestling business, you want to compete at the highest level and you want to compete where you where you want to be. Uh, and, and if CM Punk wants to stay in the business, the only place that's going to be able to compensate him the way that I know that he would want to be is right. WWE. If it's not AEW, it's WWE. It's WWE or nowhere. I always thought it was strange that... I always thought if he came back, he would want to go back to Ring of Honor just because... The way right. he's always discussed wrestling promotions he's worked for, that's the one that always feels like that's the one he feels emotionally attached to in the sense that he helped build Ring of Honor and things like that. But he never came back there, and, I, and that's because they couldn't afford it. You know, Only after yeah. AEW became what it was and then ironically absorbed Ring of Honor, which is what I, you know, I'm a little disappointed from that alone is that I was always a big Ring of Honor fan and was, you know, was excited to see what Tony Khan was going to do with that. And you got, you know, Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson and a lot of former great Ring of Honor, um, you know, competitors, Claudio Castagnoli, uh, that they could have done some great stuff with CM Punk involved with them too. So I guess we'll never know. But, you know, we'll see what happens. He's still hurt. You know, the rumors that he's going to get his contract bought out, but it's possible that none of that's going to happen. I know that this is what everyone's saying, but until it happens, you don't know, you know. Right. So. But I would I would really hate to see his career end like this. Yeah. Um because I even feel even if let's say he's not done with AEW and he 
they figure out something, the storyline or something. I'm just not that excited for it. I think the only way he's going to get redemption is if he shows up in WWE. Um, well, like, again, I not to play one dev- last shot, you know, not to play devil's advocate, but, you know, it is possible. You know, I know it's not a work. There's, there's too much reality to everything that's going on. Right. And the, pro- the problem with when people think that things are angles or not is that more often than not, something real happens, but then they take advantage of it and they move and turn yeah. it into something, you know, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I think, uh, anything is possible. So we'll see, uh, where CM Punk ends up again. I think his better years are behind him. And I think that's problem, a problem that a lot of wrestling fans have in general. And, and a positive thing about wrestling is that, you can go in there and you can make the match whatever you want it to be. But, like, I was not particularly excited to watch Ric Flair's last match, you know. Um, <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, Sting kind of turning into Terry Funk in his later years where he's just kind of going crazy and going through tables and stuff like that. But yeah. um, sometimes I think it's better to, what is the expression? It's better to burn out than to fade away. You know, like it's better to kind of go out while your stuff is, um, what do you want it to be? You know, right. I know Undertaker talked a lot about that in that documentary, the last ride about not wanting to tarnish his legacy. And a lot of people kind of felt that he already had, you know, right. and that was, that was his issue is that he mm-hmm. wanted to make up for the bad things he had been doing in his later years but you can't make up for it if you're not capable of doing that. So it's one of those things where sometimes you just have to step away, Absolutely. but it's hard to get away from this. You know, everyone who's in the, in this business has a passion for it, has a love for it. It's always going to have that drawing you back in. So, right. and I think fun. that's with any professional athletes. I mean, look at, Oh yeah. Look at, you know, I mean, shit, if Jordan would have retired after yeah. that six ring, I mean, Man, that that would have been that would have been something. But it's like the expression is what champions always go out on their back. I mean, yeah, that's, that's right. You know, you got to kind of have that passing of the torch, no matter what sport it is. But yeah. a lot of these guys, and you know, I I, I get it. You know, they they don't want to let go. They want to hang on that feeling. You know, that one last time. But there is there there is a time to to pull the plug on it. You know. Yeah, and it's it's. Part of the problem is that wrestling is so. Yeah, I love the actual wrestling of professional wrestling, as I'm as obviously I think anyone does. But I think people sometimes the least important part of wrestling actually can be the wrestling. I mean, one of the best, one of the greatest matches of all time is Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, and I mean, how much do they actually physically do in that match? You know, uh, one of my favorite uh, stories uh, I heard Sami Zayn tell was he was in a, I think it was a tag match on a European tour. Mm -hmm. And it was like Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn and Cesaro, something like that. And the first two guys starting out were Jericho and Sami. And they had um, discussed doing this whole intricate, you know, chaining um, sequence to start the match. But the whole point of what you're doing as a wrestling fan, as a wrestler, is you go, you do physical stuff to get the fans happy, to get them excited, you get them to invest, you want them to buy merch, you want them to buy tickets. Um, so they get in the ring, and the place is going 
berserk. They're, they're going insane. Like they're absolutely loving everything. And, and Sammy kind of goes to go for like the lockup and Jericho kind of gestures like, you know, suddenly to be like, like, let's just sit in this. So they just kind of right. stand there and stare at each other and let the place go crazy. I mean, like again, with same as a not his Nakamura's first match in um, NXT. I was in the building for that. And the first five minutes of that is just people losing their minds and there's nothing happening, you know, right. like yeah. nothing's going on. I pointed that out when, you know, Stone Cold had his final match, like, you know, his first match in how many years this year, how many years has Stone Cold Steve Austin come out and done anything? He walks right. to the ring, he drinks a beer, he'll stunner someone. But yeah. when his music plays, people lose their minds. Oh yeah. You know, even though they don't really expect anything to happen, but you never know. So when you know that that's something that comes with wrestling, that like how much of wrestling really needs the wrestling and you've got mm -hmm. someone like CM Punk, who is a very popular figure garners, has his finger on the pulse, gets a reaction from the fans, even if he can't go anymore. Right. Is he not someone that you would want to bring into the company? If even if, um, He's someone that would never be there before. How great would it be to have someone who said, look, Cody Rhodes is in WWE now. Cody Rhodes left and created a whole new company so that right. he would never have to go back to WWE and went back to WWE. You know, so you really never know uh, what's going to happen. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see over the next year uh, what happens with uh, CM Punk and all of that. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, Sammy, you guys got some big things coming up. Oh, so yeah. I want to I hear all about that. So you guys got something going on with NWA? Yeah. So um, Wildcat Sports uh, is where I got my start. Um, uh, where it's the number one promotion in New Orleans. And after the pandemic, uh, the whole state of Louisiana had to shut down pro wrestling. So I kind of migrated over to Texas and started working with a lot of great promotions there. And I mm -hmm. uh, still do. Uh, but now that um, the limitations from the pandemic started being lifted, Wildcats started kind of moving to get things back together. And then we had Hurricane Ida, which kind of um, shut a lot of things down in New Orleans. We lost a few of our buildings. Um, it was really tough for us. Uh, mm -hmm. But we're finally coming back. This is going to be our big anniversary show, the big show that Wildcat uh, would do every year since we got started in uh, 2011, uh, was the Revolution Rumble. Uh, it's centered around a big uh, over-the-top battle royal uh, for uh, number one contendership for our Revolution Championship. And so we were coming back and we were trying to think of ways that we could make this the big return, like be a big, you know, ex you know, anniversary show, celebrate the fact that wrestling was coming back to New Orleans, doing it in a big way. And a lot of our performers, uh, after Wild Wildcat was shut down, uh, had been working with the NWA. And right. Billy Corgan, uh, the owner of NWA, saw the popularity of Wildcat Sports, saw how big things were going, and um, came up with this concept that, that we would do a joint show. So we're doing a weekend event where there's going to be an NWA pay-per-view on Saturday, November 12th, Hard Times 3, uh, after you know the famous Dusty Rhodes promo. And then in conjunction with NWA, the, the next day on Sunday, November 13th, we're presenting our 11-year anniversary uh, Revolution Rumble show. So there's going to be two shows, uh, both in uh, Chalmette, Louisiana, at the uh, Frederick J. Segur uh, Civic Center. And I, I mean, it's going to be a completely explosive, you know, wrestling 
celebration, a big wrestling event, biggest in uh, Louisiana. And I really can't say enough about how excited I am to finally be able to bring wrestling back uh, to the greater New Orleans area. It's going to be a huge event. Wow, that's awesome. So can where can they go on? People can go online. Where can they? Yeah. Can they, is there tickets still available? There are still a few tickets still available. Um, limited uh, floor seats available, but I do think you can get a couple of seats um, last I checked. So um, if you if you are interested in getting floor seats, get them as quickly as you can. Go to nwatix.com. Uh, the Wildcat Revolution Rumble, again, is Sunday, November 13th, and the uh, Hard Times 3 pay-per-view is going to be live in the same building the night before on Saturday, November 12th. Again, nwatix.com. I know that uh, Trevor Murdoch is defending the NWA title against uh, Matt Cardona and Tyrus in the main event on Saturday, and then uh, Tyrus, uh, I mean, uh, Trevor Murdoch is defending the Wildcat title on Sunday. He's also our Wildcat champion. Uh, against Edgestone. It's going to be so crazy, the Revolution Rumble. Um, you know, we were talking about the Royal Rumble. You know, that's going to be coming up in January. That's one of my favorite events of all time. There's something oh, yeah. about a Rumble, right? You know, right. you talk yeah. about going to live. You went to your first indie event. Going to see wrestling in person, there's nothing like it. And seeing um, battle royals or rumbles, you know, where you're there's two guys enter, you're anticipating who's going to come out next. Uh, right. And... Our Revolution Rumble is actually really uh, pretty interesting because it's not like a normal Rumble in the sense that it's two guys start, one guy enters every 90 seconds or so. Okay. Eliminations occur when you go over the top rope. But instead of coming down to the final one man, it comes down to the final two. And then once there are only two guys left, the match kind of resets and then it goes into a one-on-one match where you have to win by pinfall or submission. So oh, okay, so it a, becomes like an actual match, not throwing be, a guy it, over the top rope. Exactly, yeah. So whoever gets yeah. to the end has to have the endurance and adrenaline to get through, you know, a 45-minute match and then still have to have an actual match afterwards. So um, mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an endurance test. It's, a, um, it's one of my favorite matches all year, and I've really been missing it since we've been shut down for the last few years. So I'm very excited that we're finally getting the revolution back uh, this uh, year for the 2022 Rumble on November 13th. Well, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on that. And what are you guys expecting for 2023? You guys got some big shows planned? You got some big things? Oh, yeah. Work? Uh, yeah, we got some We got some stuff in the chamber. Uh, you know, I can't really talk about much. We always try to promote, uh, focus on whatever show is up next. So we're really right. have laser focus on November 12th and 13th as our big, you know, anniversary event. Um, but we're looking to come back strong um, in early January 2023. So be on the lookout. Stay tuned to uh, my Instagram page at uh, the underscore Sammy underscore kiss. Just right here. Uh, also on Facebook and uh, Twitter, uh, but also on Wildcat Sports uh, social media as well. We're announcing stuff all the time. So uh, be sure to stay tuned for that. So big things coming soon. But again, first and foremost, November 12th and 13th for uh, NWA and Wildcat Revolution Rumble. Now, since I can't be there live and in person, can I watch that anywhere? Will it be streaming anywhere? So the Hard Times 3 pay-per-view on Saturday, November 12th, is going to be live on Fight TV. So you can stream that on pay-per-view. The NWA uh, Wildcat Revolution Rumble, uh, which will be live on the Sunday, will be part of NWA's uh, power taping, which means that it will be used as footage for their NWA power television series on on YouTube, which comes on okay. uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. 
as well as their NWA USA show, which comes on on Saturdays as well. So if you uh, you can watch the pay-per-view on Saturday, and then if you aren't able to see the show in person on Sunday, the Rumble will be available on an episode of NWA Power uh, in the near future. Awesome, awesome. Well, Sammy, again, thank you so much for being on yeah. our 50th episode. This is ATW's yeah. 50th episode, our one-year anniversary Love having you on, man. Can talk wrestling with you for hours and hours. Yeah, um, I appreciate thank it, you. man. I'm sorry. I know I can run a little bit uh, long in the tongue. I saw a lot, I, it's a problem I have. A lot of shows that I do uh, commentary for, I work solo, so I kind of get in this habit of kind of going off at the, at the mouth. I got to get rained back in, so I appreciate nah, man, you. You, uh, you, got no, you got nothing to apologize about. We, we love having you on the show. Love talking wrestling. I mean, some guests we have come on, they don't have a whole lot to say, so okay. it, it's always Nice to have somebody that come on and that knows how to use the mic. I, I think uh, yeah. you know, it was a it was a fun show. Thank you so much to the Iron Sheik, Icon Lee, um, and Macho Man from the other side. It was a hell of a Halloween episode. Thanks to Sammy <laughs> Kiss. He is not the Make-A-Wish uh, Tony Schiavone. No. He no. is Sammy no. Kiss and right. Sammy Kiss Wildcat Sports. Um, That's right. Big things coming, man. I, man, I got to get out to the south. Huh? I got to get to Louisiana. Yeah, come down to New Orleans. I mean, if there's a if there's a place on your bucket list of to go on vacation, it, number New Orleans is always in that top three, top five list. You know, so it's a great right. place to come just to visit. And then when you're here, if you can come check out Wildcat Sports, we love to have you know while we're one of the uh, upcoming uh, promotions in the country. So come check us out. Awesome, thank you, Sammy Kiss. I'm your host, Tony Twist. This is ATW All Things Wrestling Podcast, episode number fifty. And we're out of here.